Hello, I am Donna Freeman, the founder of Yoga in My School, and this is the Yoga in My School podcast. I appreciate you coming and having a listen. Thank you for your likes, your shares, your comments, and your ratings. It truly is a blessing as it helps others to find us. The purpose of the Yoga in My School podcast is to empower you to share yoga and mindfulness with youth. Through the archives and this episode in particular, I know that you will receive inspiration, knowledge, and tools to help you do so. We also are big fans of building community, and we love finding people who are doing amazing things in the kids' yoga community worldwide. So if you know of someone, or maybe you are someone, who are doing something incredible and you'd like to share it, feel free to reach out. You can email me, Donna, at yoganmyschool.com with ideas for upcoming episodes. Appreciate you listening. Have a wonderful day, and enjoy this episode. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Donna Freeman of Blog Talk Radio. I am here today with Aruna Kathy Humphreys. We are going to be talking about meditation for children. And I'm sorry about the confusion as we began the show. We're a little bit late as we start off. Um, you know, you've got to love technology and all the things that can happen in the background. But we are pleased Hi, to have Anna. Aruna Kath. Hi, Aruna. How are you? Oh, good. I am there. <laughs> Yes, you are. Um, we are pleased to have you with us. I know um, we'll get into all of your background, but I do want to let everyone know about your upcoming webinar that is happening on July 2nd. And we'll get into the details and a little bit more of a preview for this webinar at the end of our broadcast today. But it is entitled indispensable meditations for children and i am really looking forward to it it's only going to be 30 minutes quick and neat and provide all kinds of details for those interested in bringing the power of meditation to children so i want to welcome aruna to the show today how are you hi donna i'm feeling great how are you doing i'm doing well um can you tell us a little bit about your background and what has brought you to this journey of teaching uh yoga to children? My background is I'm a kundalini yoga teacher and if anyone out there has done kundalini yoga you know that there are tons of meditations in kundalini yoga and uh I started doing yoga at a time in my life when I was really overwhelmed and stressed out. Um, by my job, and I had actually gone through a, a trauma of um, a physical assault, and I didn't know how to deal with it, and I found the yoga was really helpful, but I found the meditation was equally as helpful because my mind was just on a constant loop of going over what had happened and going over and over and over it. And uh, And meditation was the thing that helped me learn how to shift that track, the track my mind was on, to a different track. And and so it just became so so powerful for me. And, and I got into teaching kids because um, all my friends who started having kids, and I don't have kids, but um, my friends who had them were all saying, can you teach my kids what you know? And uh, mm-hmm. those who do yoga probably know, once you start doing it, people kind of, look at you and think, I want some of that. <laughs> I want what you're doing. Whatever you're doing is working for you so well that I want some. Um, and so that's what happened to me, and so people were asking me to to teach their kids 
yoga because kids have so many stressors in life right now. And so that's how I kind of I got into it. Just uh, I, I'd become a yoga teacher, and um, there weren't a lot of teacher training courses in 1998 when I became a kids yoga teacher. There weren't a lot of kids yoga training courses, and so um, I just learned through trial and error back then. As you know, Donna, you probably learned that mm-hmm. way a lot too back then, <laughs> um, and and figured out what meditations worked and which ones really connected with the kids and uh, one of my big inspirations sorry did I keep going no go ahead well one of my big inspirations for teaching kids is something that Yogi Bhajan who is the master the teacher of Kundalini Yoga who brought it to North America said is that we're not here to collect students we are here to create teachers and that means a lot when you teach kids because you see that yoga will be carried on by the children that we're teaching yoga to. They're going to be the the teachers of the future of how yoga stands up in North America where we are teaching um, and, you know, wherever, whoever is teaching children is. They're going to be the teachers of the future. And so at the end of every one of my teacher training courses where we have our our kids camp because people have to do a practicum, I ask all the kids to stand up at the front in front of all the teachers and all the parents who are picking up, and I say to them, these are the teachers of the future, and our job is to make them ten times more powerful than we are. And that will be my legacy is whether I can pass this on to kids so that they can carry on the legacy of of yoga and then, you know, what I, I just feel that yoga is such a better place in the world uh, when it's in the world. You know, it just helps people be so much more happier and stress-free. So, so that will be my legacy, and that's my inspiration is to think that I'm not teaching a student, a, a kid. I'm not, I'm teaching a teacher of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so. That's my inspiration for teaching kids. <laughs> and uh, and you should see the kids when they're standing at the front. You know, they just get some of them get this shiver. You know that they're standing there and they're smiling and they're so happy. And the parents are beaming at them, which you know we want to give more kids to feel that their self worth. Um, and they're so happy at the end of that class that uh, it's just. They want to come back to the next class. Our classes keep growing and growing. And I think that's a big reason why, because I don't see them as students. I see them as future teachers and sometimes present teachers, because sometimes they teach the, the yoga and the meditations. <laughs> so, so that's well, my inspiration. That's, that's really empowering for children, that, you know, that whole mindset of how you approach them as if you know, they're going to teach you and then they're going to go on taking your knowledge and, and, and growing with that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kids, this, kids get that. that. Yeah, it's it's meditation is is just so important that way too because it helps us really try to peel away our own stuff that we're adding to our, the teachings, and then there's kind of the the pure teachings of yoga and meditation, and then there's our influence that we add to them and we change them in our own ways based on ourselves, which is is good. We have to be true to ourselves. Um, but we also want to carry on the teaching so that it is fun and and games, but that there is still 
the real yoga being transmitted from teacher mm-hmm. to student to who will become the next teacher. Um, and so that's that's my inspiration too, is to to uh, make yoga not just fun and playing all the time, but also truly experiencing that sense of self um, that you get when you're doing yoga and you're you feel like I know myself, I know who I am now, I know how I feel, I'm I accept how I feel, and I'm me, and then you you're not looking outside of yourself for that affirmation anymore because you give it to yourself, um, and that's mm-hmm. what I like to do in kids' classes too. Yeah. Well, you know, it's as a kids yoga instructor, sometimes it's easier just to rely on the poses. You know, let's do a whole bunch of postures and, and play some yoga, but when you're bringing in the meditation and the breathing techniques, then that requires a a, a a level of awareness and and can you kind of talk to why we would want to take the time to actually maybe delve a little bit deeper in and teach meditation to kids mm-hmm. I think it's because um, because of the way that yoga connects you to your true self and when we give them these moments of meditation and even when a pose is done a little more meditatively, mm-hmm. even we know from adult yoga, like we're not barking like dogs in adult yoga. <laughs> when you're in that pose and you're breathing and the teacher says it's time to come out and you're like, no, I want to hold it here, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, those moments, those are like we're in this beautiful union of like knowing ourselves and and we know who we are in that moment. And we're the mind can relax at that point when it's, when you find that union of body, mind, and spirit, then it lets the mind relax. The mind doesn't feel like I'm on this frantic search to figure out who I am and what should I be doing and what's right and what's wrong. And when children or adults, you know, but especially children, when they feel that they know what's right and what's wrong within themselves, like for themselves, then they have a confidence that they're not looking around to others to find that out. And that's what meditation gives. And so I think that's why it's really important to also add meditation on uh, to to the yoga class. And it's it's great because it's often the kids will come in and ask for meditations like, you know, oh, can we do this meditation today? Can we do that? Because they know what each one does and, mm-hmm. and they want it, and, you know. So so I think that's, that's why it's so important to, to give kids' meditation is so that they have a sense of knowing within themselves what's right and what's wrong for themselves, and they don't have to look outward for that. And, um, and you know, we, we're not saying we're making them not listen to their teachers or their parents or anything, um, but it means that they're not being influenced by, you know, the media and their peers as, you know, as much as they're influenced by their own sense of what they want for themselves. Mm-hmm. Being true to themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, some people, at least I know in my local area, some you know, there's kind of an, a, almost a stigma with the word meditation. Some people are really kind of go, "Whoa, hang on!" You know, like full, full-on breaks when you bring in the word meditation, and it can kind of be a little bit daunting. People think, "Oh no, no, I have to sit still and close my eyes and clear my mind for ten minutes. I'm never going to be able to do that." And, right? and so. How do you make a meditation 
accessible to kids? There's a really simple phrase I learned from my meditation teacher um, that I use for kids, and it's how I explain meditation, is that meditation, it helps you think about what you want to think about instead of thinking about what you don't want to think about. And it takes practice to think about what you want instead of what you don't want. (laughs) And so meditation is where we practice that. And so when, you know, I can just so truly relate to that because of my experience of being caught like in a downward mindset and, you know, being thinking over and over again about the past and, you know, what could I have done different and all these things. Um, that's me thinking about what I don't want to think about. And I think that's why yoga was such a, yay, I found yoga. <laughs> because finally mm-hmm. I would, I remember lying in bed and, you know, breathing in and thinking sat and breathing out and thinking nam, which is mm-hmm. a Kundalini yoga mantra, which means my true self. And, you know, being able to have that tool to say to my mind, this is what you think about now instead of thinking about the past or the future, which is usually what we get caught up in. you know. And so when I was lying in bed, inhaling, thinking sat, exhaling, thinking nam, just, just be your true self, you know, and telling my mind, this is what I want you to think about. Then every night when I went to bed, then those pervasive thoughts stopped happening as frequently. And the more I did that sat nam meditation, my true self, the less, the other thoughts were taking over my mind. Um, and so that's how I explain it to kids, is that if you're thinking about something that you don't want to think about, then this helps you change that. And and mm-hmm. so it's an interesting conversation to have with kids. So, And I'll talk about it with adults because we all do that. You know, It doesn't matter who you are, what religion you are, even if you're no religion. It doesn't matter we all get caught up in thinking different ways about stuff we don't want to think about. So that's a way everyone can relate to that. So that's that's how I make it accessible is I, I don't make it about, um, it, it's not a, you know, a magical prayer or, you know, anything, even though you can do that if you're into it. But with kids, I don't. I make it just about training your mind to think about what you want to think about instead of what you don't want to think about. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's so powerful because I know my own children will lay in bed at night and their minds are just racing and racing and racing and they come through and they come out a dozen times because they can't mentally settle. And mm-hmm. so then I get to go in and, and talk them through relaxation techniques and meditations that they can do to calm that mental chatter and you know what a powerful tool to be able to give to children. Beautiful, yeah, exactly. And then the beautiful thing, too, is, you know, when you come to class and a parent, like this happened to me, uh, a parent comes up and says, what was my son doing in his room? (laughs) He was sitting (laughs) on his bed doing something with his hands. And she describes a meditation we learned in class. and, And she's describing how she walked by his bedroom and saw him in his room doing that meditation and so I said, oh, it's a, this meditation we do. Um, you know, this one was to get meditation to get rid of thoughts you don't like. A beautiful meditation given by Yogi Bhajan. 
and really simple, only breathing, no mantra or anything. Um, and so she's she started crying as soon as I told her that, and she's like, um, oh, my, we're going through a divorce. So her and her husband are getting mm-hmm. divorced yeah. in his bedroom doing the meditation to get rid of thoughts you don't like, and she's standing in front of me crying saying, you know, I don't know how to help him through it because I'm in my own pain and... I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm helping him properly because I'm clouded by my own experience of the divorce. And I'm so grateful that he has this meditation and he has a tool to help him. Like, so, you know, the best thing is when the kids then, you you show them and then they just start doing it on their own. And that's one yeah. thing I find that kids are amazing at is adults will come to yoga and they'll be like, oh, thank God, yoga class tonight. I've been waiting all week for yoga. And then <laughs> you don't have to wait. Like, why are you waiting? You know, you don't have to wait for yoga class. You can do it at home. The kids will just do it at home. You'll see them lying on the couch. They're mm-hmm. doing yoga, watching TV, doing yoga, reading a book, doing yoga. You know, doing a meditation. You know, that's the that's the great thing about kids is that they they have less inhibitions. They don't feel like, am I doing it the right way? You know, um, and so they'll just start doing it on their own eventually too. Like probably your daughters do a lot of stuff on their own too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. do. It's it's really great to see and um I know that in my experience I was teaching a group of grade 5s every week in in their classroom. And uh, one week I came back, you know, every week I would go in and one week I came back and the teacher said it was such a magical week. Every day after recess, the kids would come in and they would sit on the floor in, you know, they're like their re- little reading area where it's carpeted. They'd sit on the floor all together as a group and, and they would just sit and close their eyes and have this peaceful moment of group breathing. And she goes, and sometimes they would chant Om just because they liked the sound <laughs> and other times they would just breathe. And she goes, and that set the tone for the whole week. So she was so thankful that they had had those experiences and been taught that, and then they were applying it in their life. She goes, it was amazing, all the work yeah. that we got done this week, because the kids knew how to clear their mind of all the busyness so that they could yeah. focus on their work. That's and I'm amazing. sure you have similar examples with I have, working with yeah, I have that groups. same thing. Like, I'll come into classes, and as soon as they see me, they put their stuff away, and they run to the carpet, and they start doing one whatever their favorite meditation is um, without me even saying a word. And the teachers are are thrilled with that, and you know, and of course, if you if you use any of the tools of meditation, like a a, a singing bowl, a Tibetan singing bowl, or something like that, um, you know, all the teachers are saying, I, I need a, I need one of those right away. I need <laughs> one of those. Where can I get that? me one of those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So can maybe. Can, that brings up an interesting topic. Can you talk about maybe some of the tools and techniques? Because some things are really easily accessible um, tools for meditation, and, and some other people might be going, I have no idea what you're talking about. So can you give us an example other than a Tibetan singing bowl, which for some people might be a little bit pricey and you know it's not really available in their, in their economic range, but what are some things that are, that are just kind of around that you can use? Um, well, music, number one. I would say music is my favorite uh, tool for meditation and putting on a, a song or a, a mantra to to meditate to that doesn't have like a a prayerful aspect. And a lot of the mantras, if when you explain the meanings of them, like we're going to be talking about one in our 
in our uh, webinar. Um, the meaning of the mantra is actually the sun, the moon, you know, the the universe. And so it's talking about concepts in nature, which so much of yoga really does relate to, um, that you can use when you explain what that that's what it means, you know, how can you be worried about, you know, saying the sun, the moon. <laughs> you realize your place in the universe. So so the mantras like that can be really helpful. Um, and then, uh, you know, I use um, hand puppets sometimes. Uh, if I'm asking the kids to meditate on a breath and then the little, my little hand puppet will come around and tap them on the shoulder when it's time for them to come out of it instead of saying a word and then you see them just slowly wake up. Um, and that's... So all these tools are just so useful um, in helping kids to start meditation. And one of my favorite stories, it's, it's like a story from India. I can't remember where I heard it from exactly, but it's the story of a mother who's trying to teach her son to meditate. And she says to him, you sit down and meditate, and I'm gonna, when your eyes are closed, I'm going to put a cookie in front of you. And mm. then when you finish your meditation, you can open your eyes and you can eat the cookie. And he's like, okay, I'm in for that. And so he sits down to meditate and he, his mother goes and gets the cookie on a plate and puts it in front of him and he eats the cookie. And this goes on day after day until one day she says, okay, son, it's time for you to meditate. You go sit down and I'll go get the cookie. And he says, it's okay, mom, I don't need the cookie anymore. Mm. And that to me is what the tools of of meditation are is that we can use the hand puppets or the the gong, the singing bowls and um, songs and stuff like that, and they're all tools to help us just start doing it. But there's a certain point where you the kids get why we're meditating just for meditating, and then that's really nice because when you're working with a group like in a school or something like that, you might go in, you know, 40 weeks a year. Um, then by sometimes week 20 or 25, you don't need to use any of the tools anymore because mm -hmm. they're starting to understand why we, we meditate because it feels good for us. We don't meditate it because, you know, a puppy's going to wake us up or anything like that. But to start off at first we do because kids are kids, you know. Even adults are adults, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even, <it's funny laughs> I use a lot, I of, use a lot of techniques in my adult classes. <laughs> like, okay, guys. <laughs> Um, exactly. Because yeah, for a lot funny. of people, it's 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 difficult that that finding that quiet and calm, and it might be a little bit uncomfortable at first. Mm -hmm. um, and so, when I work with kids, I actually give them the choice. Always, if they don't want to meditate, they can rest. And mm -hmm. so many kids, they need the rest. Many of the the kids need the rest. Um, and many of the kids, you'll you'll find that they're. You'll ask them when the rest time comes, you know, just relaxation is a form of meditation. Like for some people, relaxation is their favorite part, and for some it's their least favorite part because it's like when is this going to be over, you know, and uh, same with kids. So some kids you'll ask them, okay, now it's time to relax and be still, and that's like I'm not, I'm not tired. I'm never tired. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, their parents are never tired, you know. And so I always give a choice at the end of the class, and sometimes it's because of a time constraint, especially in schools. I, I usually find it's the class about half an hour, 
in a school um, that at the end they can either meditate or they can relax. And so many of them will start off meditating and then about halfway through they'll relax and those are the kids who are never tired. And then some of the kids will relax and then halfway through they'll come up and they'll start doing the meditation with us. Um, And so Mm -hmm. when it's their choice, these are the two things going on. They don't have to do it. Um, Pretty soon they'll do it because they want to do it, not because they have to. Yeah, um, and that that really wow. helps. That's one of the tools I use. Is it's always a choice, always mm-hmm. because that's, when you're an adult, lovely. it's always a choice. You're faced with that, mm-hmm. you know, question of should I turn on my computer or should I sit down and meditate <laughs> every day, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that's our choice. We are doing that battle in our lives. This is the modern day battlefield, <laughs> and. You know, we have to make that choice for ourselves. And so the earlier they start making the choice for themselves, the better it is. Fabulous. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect to learn at the July 2nd webinar that's coming up, Indispensable Meditations for Children. Well, we're going to go through three meditations that are, are I use all the time in my in my classes. Um, they're part of my teacher training course, so this is actually a really good deal <laughs> on getting these in the webinar, which usually you have to take the teacher training to get these um, meditations. But um, they're they're just um, they're just really effective meditations for. I, I I'm trying to look on my page of what they are, Donna. Maybe you have the the page open on Kids Yoga Academy, just so I give the right information. Um, well, you just told us that they are going to get, we're going to learn three vital, useful, extremely useful, and very easy meditations for kids. And I'm really looking forward to this, actually. It's one of the ones, yeah. the highlights, I think, of my year. Um, oh, yeah. So oh, here is, yeah. And every yoga session, the most popular one that you where, use. Yes. Yeah. So the that one kids we use for. Where, and that, the 30-second one. There we go. <laughs> That's the 30 that seconds we've got a, a gym really. full of kids calm down. Like, done. <laughs> And actually, what was cool about that one is I've used that, but in in the last teacher training, um, I have one teacher who just graduated from our teacher training who's a supply teacher, and she's she's not a yoga teacher, but she's a supply teacher, and now they all call her the the yoga teacher, the yoga lady, Mm -hmm. uh, when she supplies, and they all know that she does yoga. And so she said she walked into a gym, and somehow it was a a PA day or something, and she was supplying... uh, no, maybe it was the, anyways, I can't remember, but somehow she had a whole gym full of kids and she started this meditation. So mm-hmm. she came in and told me that it was it was working for her too, and those are always the best stories because, you know, we want to get more teachers out there using these tools so that kids can calm down. Um, and and the, ones, the one that we're doing about the kids, the ones that kids have begged for at the beginning of the class, that is the one to get rid of the thoughts you don't like. And so we'll be going over that meditation. Um, because kids, you know, when things are going on in their homes, they need a way to handle it. Or at school with all the bullying and stuff that is going on. So we will be going over the meditation to get rid of thoughts you don't like. And um, and we'll just talk about how, how to do it. Um, and mm-hmm. that's really... Classroom management is so important. Um, and we're going to use these universal classroom management skills, which 
my friend, I have a friend who's a lawyer, and she just paid like a whole bunch of money for this uh, management course. <laughs> and she came out of it and she goes, oh, I learned two things. The big takeaway I had from this course was that you can't control people. You can only influence them. And I'm like, that's exactly what we do with kids yoga. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so we're going to be talking about those different ways you influence and you can't control. You can't control kids. You And you can't control anyone. Any manager knows that, but you can influence them. And so we're going to be talking about the ways that we use to influence them um, to help them to help them do it and and do it a little longer times as well. Mm-hmm. Well, fabulous. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I'm so looking forward to July 2nd. If uh, people who are inter- uh, listening are interested in joining us, it's only $14 for a half an hour that you get of Aruna's expertise and experience and you'll walk away with as she said three indispensable meditations for children as well as a whole raft of other other things and vital knowledge if you're interested in bringing meditation to children and teaching them the power of finding that quiet within so thank you so much aruna really appreciate it thank you donna thank you that was wonderful all right so if you're interested in joining us for the webinar, please visit yoga or kidsyogaacademy.com, and it's under live webinars. Um, our upcoming live webinars, you can join in there. It, there's an earlier uh, session at 2 o'clock Eastern time on July 2nd, and then there's a later one at 8 p.m. Eastern time again on July 2nd. So depending on if you're in Donna, Europe, if, if they, you're in Europe, you want to do the earlier one. Yeah. If they sign up, can they do both? They can do both if they want to, um, because but they, they have they're to both live, both. so I'm sure they'll be different. They're both live. Slightly different. And that would be worth so you get to do both if you want. Okay. <laughs> yep. So if people want to do both, you sure can. Um, but either one will give you the uh, those those three meditations that we've been talking about a little bit today. And Absolutely. and thank you so much, Aruna. And again, if you're in Asia or Australia, the one that will work for you is that later one because that, of course, is about noon in Australia time. All right. Uh, so thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Great. Thank you, Donna. And I look forward to talking with everyone at the All right. webinar. Take care. Yes. Bye for now. Bye. This has been Donna Freeman with uh, Yoga in My School and Kids Yoga Academy. Um, You can find us on Facebook as well as on Pinterest and Twitter. Um, My hashtag, or you can find me at Donna K. Or Donna K. Freeman on Twitter. And of course, if you look up Yoga in My School or Kids Yoga Academy on Facebook, you can get all the details about everything that we have going on. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.